Well, listen, this exciting. We're on the big channel after Matty Johns. We've been doing the show for years on KO and uh, as an audio podcast. You can download us anytime. But here we go. We're going to talk jibber and punting for the next half hour as we get ready for Origin 1. You know this, man. Resplendent in a jacket. By the way, these blokes never dress this well oh, never in the normal show. It's a disgrace. It is a disgrace. No. It's like it's 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 an old-fashioned, uh, uh, we're going out tonight, we've got to dress up. This jacket is like before when uh, Fox League covered all the games, back in the day you'd have the TV games, and that's when you got the haircut. <laughs> this jacket is akin to that. How are you, Cole Miner? I'm very good. What's the ratio, Jibber, to actual insight on the show, do you think? 60-40, yeah. 70-30, Jibba. I think you're being yeah. very kind. Yeah, look look so. at this slick back here. Again, again, this is this is made for mainstream TV. TV. Is, we are we are prime time now. I understand, but uh, we are getting ready for State of Origin number one, Adelaide Oval. We're going to have a fair bit to say about that. Adelaide, wow. Uh, Adelaide <laughs> alive indeed. Uh, but Joel, doesn't matter where the game is, we yep. love our origin. <clears throat> Why do you, what is the number one reason why you love State of Origin time of year? The number one reason for me, Dan, it's the fairy tales. You know, the, the things that you see that you don't expect. For example, 2001, the series is in the balance. This little bloke comes back and no one had a clue. <coughs> Coach Bennett, uh, he, Gordon Tallis is out of the game. So he has a chat to Lockyer and says, I'm bringing Alfie back. He can't believe it. And they flogged New South Wales in that decider. But this one there, Joey Johns. Um, well, this is the Ben Hunt one as well. That's, that's great redemption, Benny Hunt, who you, you just had that memory of him dropping the ball in the 2015 Grand Final for so long. He wins the series by running the best part of 80 or 90 there. But just on Andrew Johns, that story was remarkable because he misses about 12 to 18 months with an ACL, comes back yeah. in the 2005 season, plays five or six games, and he's going like a busted. He'll admit this. I don't think they'd won a game. Weren't they 0-13 yeah. the Knights? He, his confidence was so low. Then has a jaw injury. Then mm. comes back for one game only. Plays okay. Not even picked in Origin 2. Trent Barrett withdraws. Yes. And Ricky said, I'm going to go with you. He comes into camp. It lights up. The rest is history. And the rest is <clears throat> history. They were down 1-0. Flies home. The fairy tales for me. Ben Hunt, uh, that's the loudest roar I've ever heard at Suncorp, and that's saying something. Yep. There's nothing like an origin roar at Suncorp Stadium, Shauna. The intensity for me, boys, like the, the opening five or ten minutes, particularly of game ones, in fact all three games, but particularly game ones, and we're going to look at, this is just um, game one of last year, there's about four massive, that's the first one of the game, the first hit up of the game, but there's about four or five hits in the first ten minutes of this game that you mm. might not see for a normal 80 minutes of a normal um, regular season game. It's just incredible. So I, I don't I know we're a bit biased, but I can't really think of any other sport in the world that goes to this next level of intensity in any other game. Grand finals get there to an extent, but this is just incredible. Just on that, though, boys, I reckon you've got to be careful. We saw with Freddie Lussick in the Warriors game. Yeah. You try and make a statement on your own, and you, and you welcome things like HIA. I know mm. that you want to put a big stamp on the game. But there's there's a couple of, there's a couple we've, got of a, we've got some firecrackers <laughs> in this game, and what... What Origin does is what I love, is it makes p people do things they normally wouldn't do. Sometimes it doesn't work out for the best, but I remember one of my favourite Origin memories. This is peak supporting time for me. <laughs> Benny Elias, underrated as a New South Wales hooker, by the way. I still think he's New South Wales' greatest hooker, even with the great Danny Badiris. Um, there as well. But his mum comes onto the field. How good was that blood all over his face? I've still got the Rugby League week. Hangs on my wall with the picture of the two of them. That's, that's state of a origin. Different, a different version of you would have bambied 
uh, Mrs. Elias yeah, would come on the right. field. Do you agree? Yeah, that's, that would that's be a right great, in your that's a great moment. That's a beautiful moment. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm glass half full, Sean. Oh, right, Don't try okay. and pretend because we've got a new audience here and you can download us. That, that now that, that you're the uh, you're you're the go nice and download one. us and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, right. Let's talk about these teams as we try and find a winner here. Uh, let's start with the Maroons. I love all the talk from south of the border, uh, uh, Joel, and that is, uh, you know, oh, pick and stick. Where did it go? It's a pretty damn good looking team. Well, they've got more depth these days. I think you'll find over the history of the, the game, they've used nearly 80 or 90 less players than New South Wales, and I think it's simply a depth thing. Yeah. The game's flying in Queensland, and that's why they've got so many picks from. So that's when uh, pick and stick becomes a little bit less relevant when mm. you've got more to choose from the buffet. Uh, who excites you there? Shauna, what do you reckon there out of that lineup? What are you most looking for? Well, Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh is my the one I'm really excited about there. And the, the big talking point out of that, the Queensland selection is that um, fullback position. I had Ponga in absolute certainty after he played that game. Who was it against? That was the game after the bye. He was just playing Tidal, for all money. Then that, he had that little scary... He had a shocker against thing. Parramatta. Yeah, he did have a shocker against Parramatta. But, yes, this is why I'm fully excited about Reese Walsh. This vision here sums him up completely. This is the first two minutes of the game against Melbourne. This is playing Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah. His first kick reception of the game. And he just goes, you know what, stuff it. I see a gap, I'm going to play to a big left foot step. He's got a kick in him for a, um, for a try assist. And the support play from Reese Walsh as well is just second to none. And his stats this year, in terms of just his fullback peers, first in try assists, equal first in line breaks, equal first line break assists. So he is airborne, probably puts into some context why Billy's actually gone that way over Ponga. I know there's a lot of contention about Dan Gagai. He deserved to play poorly before he got dropped the loyalty card, but it is exciting to have the hammer back in oh. State of Origin. He had one little crack at it a couple of years ago. It, boy, if he gets in the clear, look mm. out. So hammer versus Latrell. That, that's a massive Mouth-watering, Shug. Mouth-watering. <laughs> right, let's look at the New South Wales side and what is fascinating here, the players on debut, Tavita Pangai, firecracker. Hudson Young, firecracker. Nico Hines, not so much a firecracker. And I think it's fascinating, Joel. How are they going to use him outside of an injury to Tedesco, Luai, Cleary or Coruscant? I just how, how are they going to get him in? Well, that's what worries me, Dan. I, they, he's most certainly deserved of his spot. Wins the Dallium last year. If you break down the Dallium points per game, he's winning that as well this year. Mm. So he deserves the sky blue, or in this case, the navy blue, um, which I don't really care what colour they wear, to be honest with you. But... Oh, hang on. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't care. That current jersey, the dark blue, as we watch Vision of Nico, that is putrid. No, that, the, is put that is not New South Wales. The moment the kickoff happens, no one gives a rats about the colour. We are not the dark blues. We're not Victoria. <laughs> well, we are the sky blues in New South Wales. doesn't bother me. All right, well, you know, watch Queensland. Do you think they're going to change the colour of their jersey? I'm more concerned about how does Nico get into this contest. Now, boys, what worries me is that... He's at his very best when he's defending on the right-hand side when he's running the show. Exactly what Cleary does. We're really covering for the hooker position, aren't we? Mm. Which means Luai goes into dummy half. So therefore, we're now putting him where he's not so comfortable on the left-hand side in defence. And he's also not the Pied Piper. He has to play second fiddle to Cleary. So for me, mm. I love Nico Hines. I just think for all of that and the bomb he brings, I think Burton might have been that left-sided player. You mentioned he's on a firecracker as a player, but he was firing off at the hip. During uh, during the week, so he accused Tommy Turbo of having some shit chat. Did you see that no. during the week? Yeah, not sure if Turbo is going to be doing some a lot of favours during the game if Nico does get out there. But it is going to be fascinating to see how he does uh, or how Freddie injects him into the game. And, uh, look, 
I love that New South Wales picked Hudson Young. I mm. love that New South Wales picked him. Yes, he is a firecracker. I think we've got to let go of the fact that he, he had some dramas. That was way back in 2019. He has become, look at this, this is a competitor. This is a guy that never lets the game die. And uh, he's going to bring some brutality. Um, he's going to bring energy. And he scores a lot of tries, Joel. Yeah, he's a cheeky chance, isn't he? Mm. You know, a little edge player there, always following through on kicks. So um, uh, Hudson Young, no controversy about um, him, him being selected. I think he scored 14 tries last year. Right, let's now dig into this game. Queensland, of course, are the outsiders. They always are, Joel. Always. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I guess it's their nominal home game. It's in Adelaide, but uh, we see their... They're, they're on the list first. $2.25, New South Wales $1.65. The line is lean as it always is. Uh, Sean, have I got this right? New South Wales seem to have just firmed up a touch. Uh, no, this has been pretty rock solid for at least the last week or since teams were confirmed. But 60, it's running 60-40 Queensland's way, so they are the outsiders. You could be almost accusing uh, us of a bit of lazy bookmaking. It does feel a bit like copy and paste sort of from year to year. Wasn't that just put up. Just put I, up Queenslanders outside. I could look at a lot of markets, Sean, and say there's a lot of cut and paste work going on. <laughs> Shawnee, can I ask you this? Like, for the layman uh, watching the show yep. and trying to understand bookmaking, what does this equate to winning percentage chance? It's, it's not far off. It's about 55 45 sort of area. So, as short as they, as they are, 55 60 thereabouts. So, it, it's short, and it's interesting, the money's running the opposite way. So, Punters have, have they've seen this movie before, surely, yeah, and so have I. Uh, points. This is you always bring this up, Sean of mm. show for many years. Game one, yep. unders. You're all over this. Yeah. So, well, just quickly on the head-to-head -head as well. So it, it's so tight. Seven of the last ten game ones have been decided by six points or less. So it's incredibly tight, and that leads into the totals as well. So nine from the last ten game ones have made up 32 points mm. or less. That is just an incredible number. There's enough of a sample there to really get into it with some confidence. And the one game that did go over, to be fair, it flew over, but it took a certain Tommy Turbo. Uh, he had a Superman cape on that night a couple of years ago where it made up that 56 and they won 50, 50 points, two six in that one. And we're gonna see some vision here. This is basically what took um, to get the total beaten here. I think he scored a hat-trick this night. Luttrell scored a double. Yeah, this this field was rock hard, and it, yes. it was it was a good four. And Townsville, this game, beautiful yeah, and, night, and you might get the same in Adelaide as the tip. Apparently, it's rock hard too. Well, so it's, is that a little concern? Well, they did play there in November, where I guess dew is no factor, is it? Back, uh, you know, that's we're getting towards summer, mm. and it was eighteen fourteen that night in Adelaide. Now, that was during the COVID period. It was that weird series where they played back to back games. So we can probably scratch that, Joel, but. It's an interesting point. The weather, 20 degrees, no rain. I think there might be a bit on Tuesday, but you're right. The ground should be pretty tickety -boo. Usually in an NRL game, I would look at the conditions and go, maybe they're, it might lean its way to some points. But game ones, and I say it every year, they don't want to lose before they want to win. Because, you know, if you get in one game up, you're really in the box seat. Interesting to note as well, the game two is in Queensland. So it almost, this is a massive game for New South Wales. If they lose this, have to go up to Suncorp and win a must-win. I heard Gus very, very say that on radio the other night. It, this is must-win. New South yeah, Wales, if they lose this, is. it's over. Yeah. Queensland, yeah. maybe not so much. What are you looking forward to in terms of matchup, Sean? Yeah, well, you sort of touched on it before, Shug, with um, with how Nico Hines is going to get into the game. But me, it's it's Api Corosau versus the combination of um, Ben Hunt, Harry Grant. Now, 
Does Appy play 80 minutes? You probably think so, but then the question does become, where does Nico actually become involved in the game? You go back to game one of last year when it was the same combination, um, Ben Hunt, Harry Grant, they weren't actually on the field at the same time. So it wasn't that, it was actually a one-two punch and they had two very fit hookers on the field at the same time. Games two and three were different because there was injuries. Remember there's a lot of concussions in the later part of the series. And I think that threw out their forward, their forward rotation. So Hunt moved to that 13 position. So unless injuries take their toll early for Queensland and that rotation is disrupted, I just wonder how it's going to match up. If they've got two fit hookers, that's a scary proposition having Harry Grant come on after 35 minutes for New South Wales. So that's going to be where the game is won and lost for me. And we've seen games turn with Harry Grant coming into it. I watched Papali'i last night. Uh, we record this and great news about Corey had a weird night, we believe. So onwards yep. and upwards there. That, that was that was scary. But Papali'i was phenomenal to the point you're thinking, why on earth mm. is he giving up? Why is he giving up playing at the top level? Because he's still got it. But you're worried about some other players in, with the Queensland side. Yeah, the inexperience, and we've seen throughout the year, some, you know, a bit of wobbly about them. Uh, a gunslinger is Reese Walsh. So the back three for Queensland, it, it is a risk. But you've got Billy there, so he might be able to sort that. But it's most certainly a risk. What, what we see with this back three of New South Wales is there's Telungi scoring a try, the youngster. But if you added up all the rep games and finals games for Queensland's back three versus New South Wales, it's a staggering 100 to 8. The experience for the New South Welshman in Adokar, mm. um, To'o and Tedesco, finals and state of origins, mm. big games in other words, it's so far in favour of New South Wales. I'll be backing New South Wales to win, but it almost will have to take a man of the match performance from Reese Walsh. I'll save on him for man of the match. You mentioned him. He does have an error in him. He goes at about a tick under two per game this year, but only one of his errors have been under a high ball. So he's pretty safe in that respect. And then... 10 or 11 or maybe 12 of them are red zone attacking errors. So he's a risk taker, which is what you need to score points. So I'm okay with uh, with his game style. I like the footage of Muratel Lange in Jersey 23. That, the absurdity. You probably like <laughs> yeah. that as well, don't you? I don't care. You love that. <laughs> of course you don't It doesn't care. bother me. No, no. We, we don't want players in their right numbers. We don't want New South Wales wearing well, sky Dan, blue. Well, unless we've got left and rights, which is a big, big position, wearing a left winger's jumper and a left centre's position... It's irrelevant. You're always anyway. going to go one step. You're always going to well, go one step go. too far. Well, is it anyway? Play Can on. you now? You blokes are overanalyzing this. Can we just? We just want to see blokes ripping in. Mm. Yes. Tavita Pangai, Payne Haas up against the likes of Tom Flegler. You got Lindsay Collins there as well. Big night for for Lindsay, sort of with no Josh Papali'i there anymore. But this is what we want to see: Tino up against Tavita. They don't like each other apparently. Apparently. They, they, they had a good battle last week at Homebush. Let them rip. Like, let's not even worry about who's going to win or it's, who's going to win. Let's just put the feet up and watch this for the first 15 minutes. It's one of the great regrets of punting that you can't bet on sin bins. Because what what price would you have oh. sin bin in this game? With these blokes running out there, it's odds on. It's, it's short odds on, surely. Yeah. What? Yeah. Totally agree. Um, do we think Tavita's going to start? I, I like the conspiracy theory, Joel, that Freddie's just done this to sort of change the narrative, your favourite word, oh, and and he's going to have the firecrackers young and Pangai come off the bench and let the game just settle down before he lets them loose. I, I think he will. I, I think you flirt with danger, getting a bit tricky playing around with things. I think it'll be line and length. I, I'm certain he'll start. Freddie, it's an entertainment product. Let them loose. 
Let Tavita on for the first 20 minutes. Whatever happens, happens. Um, let's look at the tail of the tape. All right, this is a Sean Ormerod special, I can just tell. How, Take us through this. How busy are we with the graphics here? This is very sort of slick operation we're, uh, we're running here. It's a pretty obvious one. Obviously, Freddie's been in the, in the box seat for a while, and he's actually got a, a winning record. So eight wins from his 15 games. You know, it's funny, Sean, you say that. Three series wins and only two losses. Like Every year, yeah. it's like his job is under pressure, mm. and it's a pretty good record. And that goes to show just how, how tight the margins are. It, it really is a bounce the ball at this level. Billy, obviously, first year last year, got the series win but the big sort of tail of tape here is they're, they're they're big animal lovers both these coaches freddie obviously famous for his llama farm and billy slater big fan of horses breeds for horses and he, i'm not sure if you knew this sure he used to muck out stables for gabe waterhouse oh, did he quickly no. quickly becoming the damien no. cook was a beach sprinter no. of, the, of the coaching world i'm more yeah. interested in the bottom one mm. The who gets coach. who gets the three uh, Dally M votes for the uh, for the bonding session? Well, I know you know you know who gets it. <laughs> Alfie Langer. Alfie Langer. Oh, true, yeah. But but the uh, Freddie's favourite show is Yellowstone, and I bet if you ask Billy, his favourite show is probably Yellowstone. They're both uh, country <laughs> boys. They love their horses. Uh, so all right, who gets the advantage on that on the Sean Ormerod tail of the tape? Well, I think if you look at it from a horses versus llama sort of perspective, I'm going with Billy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm all aboard Billy this year. Yes. Hope you're enjoying Get Them On Side. Now, if you're watching in Adelaide, I'd suggest flick over to Bounce on Fox Footy because <laughs> we're going to be talking about your city. Maybe you're not the best light. That's coming up right after this. Welcome back. We continue Get Them On Side. Joel Kane, Sean Ormerod, Dan Ganone. I've got to say, gents, apropos nothing, I saw the Barbie trailer this morning. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's going to be great. Really? And I'm not being a smarty pants. I actually think it's going to be outstanding. Oh, uh, I've heard it all now. Margot Robbie, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful <laughs> actress. First try scorers market for State of Origin number one. Mm. Uh, this, Sean Omerod, is where we say back the winger and uh, don't look back. That's what we normally say, and the stats would probably bear that to be true. Yeah, no shocks, Hoobies, at the top. Although, Joel, I think you might have a little angle here between the Addo Car, Brian Toto sort of wing battle for the Blues, but no surprises. Last um, five, Five years of try this is all try scorers not just first try scorers but made up 60 percent comes from wingers or centers the middle defense in state of origin is just so good mm. they really did look out wide so normally i would look elsewhere for a bit of value but in state of origin what we know historically you can look to the wingers with some confidence that's the only time ado car's been first try scorer centers joel have really come into their own in this department the last few years yeah latrell mitchell he uh, playing left center the left center has for the Blues has scored six tries in the last six games. Not always first try, but just on the Addo Car title value piece, we know statistically, but there's far more tries scored on the left-hand side. You might be wondering why Tottles playing on the left and not on the right. Now, how this came about was when he first came into Origin Boys, he was at the time mm. a left-sided winger. So yep. he was new to the stage. Fox had been around, who's also a left-sided winger. So they moved him to the other side. Brad Fittler, when he's had both of the team, has had great success that way. So even at club level, they're both on opposite wings. That's the reason why Freddie has the Fox on the right-hand side, Tot on the left-hand side. So on that, you have to take the value of Toto mm. over the Fox. Do you agree with that? Don't mind it. Indeed. Um, last try scorer, by the way, that's more in the middle. Bench, um, uh, hooker, that's Things been very popular yep. the last. So wide for the first one. Closer to the middle for the for the last one, but back to the first one. If we're going to back a roughy, Sean, mm. 
you know, a small investment. Where <laughs> should we be looking? What sort of area should we well, be Well, the, the back rowers have had some success over the years. I think Felice Cafusa, he's gone over twice in his career first. But in terms of some, some big prices as well, I think we're looking at our big uh, Felice Cafusa here when he had the... Look at his hair now. Um, we see him twice here again. He shows us a little bit more than we probably hoped to to see when he scores that one. But over the years, there have been some um, some big roughies. He would have been about 25 to 1 or thereabouts, but this, the back rowers are probably where you want to look in terms of uh, some value potentially. It screams Hudson Young, doesn't it? If you're looking for a back rower, you know, or, or for feeder actually. Yes. David for feeder. David for feeder, mm, yes. yes. Although you just can't imagine he's going to get his popular option of just picking it up out of dummy half five metres out and crawling. <laughs> in origin, you've got to think the defence is going to be a little sturdier, but um, yeah, they're two very good try scoring options. What about the blown ones? What about <laughs> the big odds? Because, you know, you get those, it's like the Melbourne Cup punter, they'll have one bet all year, they'll put a dollar on the 100 to one shot. Mm. You just know someone's going to put a dollar on a front rower who's never yeah. scored a try at the and, top level. And this happened last year, game three, big old uh, Josh Papali, poor old Papa, his eyes lit up. There was a bomb put up by Tom Dean. Oh, we're going to see it here. Tommy Dean puts up the kick. And I think it's uh, Jeremiah Nanai goes to the tap back. But it's got just forward. I think half a foot forward. Oh. Big Papa. Johnny on the spot. Right. Let's get to player of the match. Always a very popular uh, award. No surprise that uh, Nathan Cleary is the favourite. Your uh, love interest, James Tedesco, Sean. <laughs> I say that because that's who you bet every single time. I told you, it, to it auto-populates. Well. It auto-populates. You've done very so. well out of this at $7, Cam mm. Munster in between them. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with Cameron Munster. I'm tipping Queensland this game, so I want to be with Munster. Halves and fullbacks dominate it. Munster ticks that box, obviously. He's won it. Two men in the matches the last three series. Ticks all the boxes. I put me down for money. I reckon you're a Walsh man, uh, Joel, only feast or famine. Yep. Either he wins the game or he loses it. Correct. So, so I'm taking both the fullbacks. Uh, Reese Walsh, the gunslinger, if it sticks, he can well and truly win it. James Tedesco, fresh after a big break, the old bull versus the young bull. He'll have 25 carries. And if he does 25 carries, he's knocking on the door. Has Latrell Mitchell ever come into a series in better form? He dominated 2021 and almost won player of the it's series. from the centres, isn't it? Yeah. He found a way to use. Yeah. So who knows? Uh, we've got to take one more break and then we're going to come up with our same game multi. That's right after this as we get ready for Origin 1. Get them on side. We're on Friday with our regular show. Normally it's a Wednesday, but with Origin pushing it back a couple of days, you can download it, get it on KO, Joel Kane, Sean Ormore. They almost took up all the time. <laughs> the best segment of the show is coming up right here. Shooting Bambi, Bambi, we, that's pretty self-explanatory. We, we take on things that people don't have the guts to take on, and I'm going to go right here. Why is Adelaide hosting this game? Okay, we're going to blame, we're going to blame some bloke in a ponytail in an advertising department for coming up with the stupid <laughs> idea of real footy is coming to Adelaide as the reason why we can't sell Adelaide Oval. Now, I admit, it's a horrible ad. It is an appalling ad, and I hope they never use that person again. Why would you offend their AFL sensibilities? But are they tulips, for goodness sake? Are they orchids? Are they that delicate that they can't take a little bit of uh, a provocative commercial? But in all honesty, if we can't sell Adelaide, why are we taking it there? Just because Peter Malinowskis brings out his checkbook. You know, Demi Moore 
didn't have to sleep with Robert Redford either. She did, and she paid the consequences. Money isn't everything. I hope this is the last time we ever go to Adelaide. Robert That's shooting Redford. Bambi. Saying that, can't wait to go. It is a great city. Uh, same game, multi, Tom. We're all going to pick a leg here. Mm. Joel, do you want to kick us off? Two syllables, trell mitt. Oh, don't start with that. <laughs> don't know how many syllables, but under total match points for me. Nine from the last ten game ones have gone 32 or less. You're getting 36 and a half on offer here. Yes, please. And I like the try bet. Tight. Origin, tight. Yep. First yep. Game one, six or less. That was syllables too, by the way. <laughs> $13.25. That's fat. That's a very good, that is very good price, actually. Mm. Same game, multi. That's it. Thank you, everyone, for watching We're on done. Fox League. We are done. <sighs> Normally, we take twice as long um, and are twice as bad. <laughs> Enjoy the origin, and we'll be back on Friday. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.